Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. Your host, as always, is Fred. Our desire is to encourage, exhort, and educate on biblical prayer through this podcast. The mission of the podcast is to help everyone God allows us to help achieve a growing, biblical, dynamic, and satisfying prayer life. If you have any questions, comments, or prayer requests, you can reach us at freerangeprayer at gmail.com. If you would like, you can make a positive review wherever you get your podcast. That would be appreciated. Welcome to today's episode of Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. This is going to be a, a short devotional section uh, for the week. So I do appreciate it, and prayerfully, the thought can lead us uh, to a greater understanding, a greater devotion to the Lord. That's the, kind of the whole point of a, a devotional, is to bring our hearts closer to Him. And this week I was watching a little video, uh, and it was um, on uh, a place in the world that I'd never heard of, uh, and they were in actually a civil war situation with Ethiopia. And uh, over the last few months, it sounded like, um, or the last uh, couple of years anyway, the, the rift between the two countries had, had grown better and uh, they had gotten closer. And so the, now there were people who were living on the border of Ethiopia and the other little country uh, that, quite frankly, I'd never heard of. But um, they, were, they were living on the border and they'd been separated because of the Civil War. Families had been separated. And uh, the um, little documentary, short documentary, was showing um, the reunion of one such family. And the young man that was um, kind of the focal point of the reunion was 18 years old, and he had never seen his uh, grandmother or his extended family before, but, uh, before this moment. And so it was, it was really kind of nice. It was really kind of touching. And I just, it just made me kind of remember that as humans, as humanity, as being created in God's image, being created by God, we all share the same things. We all share that need for love and that need for respect and the need for peace. And um, so I was, I was touched with that. It was, it was a moving moment. And then a little later, as I was praising, praying through Psalm 119, I read 119, uh, I prayed Psalm 119, verse 64. The earth is full of your loving kindness, O Lord. And then he says, teach me your statutes. And as I was, as I was thinking about that and pondering that verse, um, it, it, I just, again, kind of tied the two together because the earth is full of God's loving kindness, no matter where it is. If it's in the desert near Ethiopia or it's uh, downtown uh, Boston or Chicago or you know, um, out in, in the field somewhere in Oklahoma. As people, we all have those same needs. And when we think about the loving kindness of the Lord being throughout the whole earth, we see what theologians call God's common grace. And God's common grace is important. Uh, uh, several times in the New Testament, uh, God makes the point that He reigns and He uh, supplies sunshine for the wicked and the righteous. So that common good that we share 
is also from God, and it is established, God's loving kindness uh, throughout the earth. The earth is full of that loving kindness, and we all experience that. And we know that there are um, eternal things that, that God is in charge of and that we are trying to obey um, and eternal results that we're, we bring about. But sometimes I think we, we may um, pull back a little bit from thinking or believing that the earth is full of God's loving kindness. And it is full of God's loving kindness because he created us. He created us with the same needs and he created us as far as common grace is concerned, with the ability to help each other with that common grace. And I believe that's one of the uh, calling callings of God's people, is to share that common grace. We're supposed to do what God does and be like God is uh, in our dealings, and part of that is sharing co common grace. And so when we think of Whatever troubles there are in the world, whatever sadness there is in the world, like this war in this particular area and the political problems that come of that, we, as people, have the ability. We're set apart from animals. We're set apart from uh, the um, uh, soulless animals, the, peop the, the creatures that don't have God's image in them. We are set apart with the ability to love one another. And we can do that by common grace, to care for one another, to share with one another. Um, if you've got three of something, common grace says if there's somebody near you who has only one of them or none of them, we have the ability to share. We have the mandate to share, again, especially as Christians. Um, we see as God's creatures, um, as being born in God's image, created in God's image, Excuse me. We see beauty. We see beauty in the sunsets and the sunrises. Um, you never see a, a, a pride of lions all lining up across a ridge just to watch the sun go up or down. Um, uh, dolphins, as as much as we are, our culture is in love with dolphins. They don't hop up at sunset and at sunrise just to see the sun go up or down. But we can. We can appreciate that beauty. We can appreciate that the majesty of mountains. We write poetry. We're creative. We can create songs for one another, poetry for one another. Those things are all common grace. And being entertained, uh, being told stories, uh, reading poems, being able to write poems are all part of that um, common grace, that loving kindness of God, that lasts throughout, uh, that it's through all, all through the earth. And we know that that's true. All those things that we can appreciate here in our own little lives are common um, creative fellows can share in those same goodnesses, that same loving kindness of the Lord. They have the same capacities that we have. And so there's, uh, at that common grace level, it's important, I think, as Christians that we share that and that we accomplish those things for, with the people around us, saved and unsaved. And then kind of the beauty part, the beautiful part about that is as we talk about loving kindness, as we talk about beauty, as we're able to talk about truth, then we gain an audience with the people around us to be able to share with them the eternal truths and God's loving kindness through eternal truths. And I should have looked the verse up, but I didn't. 
Um, but in Timothy, um, Paul writes that God's, it's God's kindness that leads us to salvation. And again, when we share that kindness, that automatically opens doors for us to share um, God's goodness, His eternal goodness, and, uh, and His love for mankind in dying for um, our sins. And uh, I, I was thinking back just in that loving kindness of the Lord and, and how when we see tragedies, sometimes we call them tragedies, they're not really tragedies, they're bad responses from people to the sad parts of life. Because life is sad, that's why there are sad songs and, sa- and songs of joy, so that we can lift each other up, lift each other's spirits up. Through that, through that kind of communication, through that common grace of song and beauty and, um, and mercy to one another and kindness to one another, sharing with one another. And many years ago, I worked with a young man, and he had had a rough life. Uh, that was true enough. And we had talked. We had talked um, a lot. We had talked about the Lord, obviously, some as well. But we had just talked about life. He was a, a weightlifter and in uh in, in spite of the way he abused his body, um, he was he was in really good shape and and um, and had the uh, physical form that we kind of uh, would all long for, you know, that that broad shoulders, kind of narrow hipped look, and he worked hard to get that. But in his life, he made some selfish, self-centered decisions that were destructive, and so. Uh, just as I, I talked to him and, and we talked about God's common grace, not even in those terms, but the reality is we were talking about God's common grace and God's common gifts for us. Uh, one of the things that I had mentioned to him, because I had an earlier conversation with somebody else, was the real tragedy for me was seeing how much God had given him and how little he regarded those gifts, that, that common uh, grace that God had given him, you know, a healthy body, a healthy mind, uh, the ability to make decisions, and he had spent um, his uh, early life, uh, most of his life, actually making bad decisions and doing self-destructive things. And that for me, the tragedy wasn't that bad things happened, but for instance, in his case, that he made bad decisions. And we went back and forth, you know, just conversing, and, and he listened, and um, I'm, I'm pretty convinced that some of what he listened to was because of um, sharing that, that common grace, the goodness of God, the loving kindness of God in general. And, uh, uh, but a majority of that was God's calling on his life. Anyway, one night um, I went into work and he was gone for several days and he came back and he was, um, it was obviously something had happened and uh, he had made a bad decision. Uh, he had um, decided then, after his first bad decision, to drive long distance to another place, and so his second bad decision. And as he was speeding down the, the freeway, he, he crashed his car. He rolled his car. And so we talked about that, and, and you know, I was glad to see him, glad to see he was okay, um, glad to see everything turned out legally for him at that time as well. And then um, a couple of days later, he brought in pictures of his uh, vehicle and the accident. And when I looked at the car and I looked, I started flipping through the pictures, I was actually amazed. And the first thing, without even thinking about it, that came out of my mouth was, God obviously has a plan for you. 
and he looked up at me and, and I looked over at him and, and he gave me a quizzical look and I said, look at these pictures because honestly, I don't know how he got out of that car wreck. I don't know how he got out of his vehicle, but he did. And he had some injuries, some scrapes and bumps and bruises, but nothing serious, nothing that put him in the hospital. I don't know how he got out. The whole cab of the car, the whole, it was just crunched in, and it couldn't have been more than 18 inches at the, at the, at the widest, a hole for him to crawl out of. But somehow he did, and somehow he wasn't hurt, and somehow he got picked up by um, a stranger. And again, I say somehow in, in this, but we know it was God's providence. We know it was God's working. And so, again, I held the picture, especially one of them, in front of his face and said, look at this and tell me how you got out of there and how you lived through this accident. I, I don't see it. I don't see how any of this happened. And the young man actually began to tremble and, um, and he realized the Holy Spirit really worked and he realized he needed salvation. And so we prayed together for his salvation. And um, for me, that kind of sums up this whole thought is that we do share the, those common gracious things that God gives us. Um, and then we do have opportunity because of that because of that loving kindness, and again, because of the loving kindness in Timothy, that leads us to the opportunity to salvation, that we're able to do that. And as Christians, Lord, uh, uh, as Christians, we need to know, we need to believe that God's loving kindnesses, is, is, uh, is the earth is full of those loving kindnesses, because then that frees us open to share those loving kindnesses. And who knows the life that that's going to touch and that we're going to be able to help them to come to salvation. So, glory to God. Um, let our hearts just be um, uh, drawn closer to Him because we have that common grace, because we have the, the mercies to live until we got saved and that uh, we can share those common graces and then God's ultimate grace with everyone uh, one around us. Again, thank you for listening. Um, I do hope this helps you draw closer to God and to see that the earth is full of God's loving kindness. So until uh, we um, talk again, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Free Range Preacher. We hope you enjoyed it and will join us for our next broadcast coming up soon. For Fred and myself, this is Richard Durrington saying, Make it a godly, fun-filled day.